1: There's only 24 hours in a day I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way That I could know just what I want to listen to There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through
0: Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts, because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. Welcome back, friends. As November continues, that means listener appreciation month continues, and that means you get two podcasts every week. Yeah, My favorite week of the year. Yeah, well, it's your favorite month of the year. Every week this month is a great month, man. Uh, and We're continuing now, and today we're going to be discussing the art of manliness. This show was suggested by... At the bank of Antandek, they're looking for a mascot. We need an icon. Something that says high fly into all our mortgage customers. Like a falcon. Or a stallion. Or even better, a parrot. Check it out. Ah! Meanwhile, at Santander, they're concentrating on helping customers find ways to take years off their mortgage with their overpayment calculator. See what's possible at Santander. All applications are subject to status and our lending criteria. Your home may be repossessed if you do not keep up repayments on your mortgage. Christopher Lupo of North Carolina. Here's the email, Josh. Who is now... My new favorite listener. Christopher, is your he's your number one fan, or you're his number one fan, I yes. should say? Okay, Christopher says, hey guys, I found you because Stuff You Should Know mentioned you and mentioned that you gave them a good review. I just binged on all the episodes today, and I'm loving your podcast review show. Here's, and he actually suggested several podcasts, and, and I promise Christopher we'll probably get to all of them eventually, but uh, for The Art of Manliness, he just said, The Art of Manliness, discussions on topics and issues important to or of interest to men The goal of the podcast is to help men become better men, and I think that's a pretty apt description of the show. I think most of the show is applicable not just to men, though. I was a little worried, and I knew of the website, but I had not ever heard the podcast.
2: You know, it would be like back in college. A lot of uh, college girls were reading like Cosmo. Yeah. So I would read Cosmo.
0: I that's not a terrible way to look at it. Yeah. So
2: if this is a show that guys are listening to and a show that's saying that it can make men better men, ladies, it's probably something to have your ear to.
0: Well, I was thinking specifically about like a wife that's like interested in like ways to better understand her man and to better direct him in the way that she wants him to be. This would be a good train to jump on too. All women are welcome. (laughs) Um, So let me tell you a little bit about the show. Brett McKay and Kate McKay, they founded the website, theartofmanliness.com, in 2008. Brett took off first, and then he hired his wife full-time afterwards. (laughs) The staff grew from there. I listened to episodes 51, 78, and 82. I don't remember the numbers, but I listened
2: to the Survivor Man Last Stroud episode. I listened To the uh, aggression episode, and while following your
0: passion may not lead you to happiness. Yeah, that's one of the episodes that I listen to as well. Let's go ahead and jump right into it. The way that we break down a, a podcast here on Pod on Pod is we talk about content production values, host likability, and audio quality. And then we also do some fun stuff like giving the show alternate titles, telling you about our favorite moments. And then we rate the thing overall by telling you how many earbuds in we're going to give the show. That's how we rate it, not stars or thumbs up, et cetera. We talk about earbuds here on Pod on Pod. First, let's start with content. This show is all about interviews with experts on topics that affect mostly men, but there's a lot that, that women or anybody could, could gain from. But it's interviews with experts every week. yes, I mean, and that's the format of the show. It's uh, a lot like if you've if you've listened to uh, one of the first
2: shows that we reviewed decode DC, it's kind of like
0: decode DC is to politics. Lifestyle? Like, this is a lifestyle version of that? I don't, yeah, a manly lifestyle. Yeah, maybe, I suppose. And here's the other thing I think. And it, if you go and look at the website at all, or if you look at the artwork for the podcast, you might get the hint that one of the things that Brett is really about is taking the good things about classical manliness or, or, just classical living period, especially in America, and bringing that into the modern era. He feels like it's obvious, I think, it comes across in his content anyway, that there's something we've lost in modern society. And some of those things were good that we lost along the way because well, we don't cut them out. Some of those things not so good that we lost.
2: Yeah, but I don't think he always – like being being aggressive – in, in a modern age, isn't necessarily a good thing.
0: Yes. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I I think the – but but he's saying we don't throw out the baby with the bathwater, so to speak. Yeah, like, sure. Like, we, we – in our race to be modern man and, and more understanding and more accepting and more feeling, et cetera, et cetera, we've lost some things that we can bring into the modern era. And he, through the website, through the podcast, trying to bring some of those things back. That's the way that it feels to me. That's sort of the mission statement okay. that it comes across. So let's see how he does it. Let's talk about audio quality real quick. Great recordings, truthfully, for him. The The interviews is where this occasionally falls apart. Some of them are wonderful. Some of them are almost on his level. Some of them are horrible. They sound like they were recorded from a cell phone in a well. Well, and and I would think that most of them are over the phone, and it's not great, but it's not unlistenable it was almost always listenable i said always listenable and then i changed it because after i listened to my 3 episodes for this review i went back and downloaded an extra episode i downloaded the ariana huffington interview i couldn't i was like 5 minutes into it and i couldn't handle it anymore mm. her part of the recording was so bad that i it wasn't I, I, it wasn't worth me trying to fight through to get to the content. But that was the only one that that, that really was a, a bad problem for me. From audio quality, let's talk about production values, too. Limited production, you got a great theme song, though. The theme uh, music I is amazing. I love it. I love the
2: artwork. I love the theme
0: music. Like, man, it just hits me in the right way. So he, they come in with the theme music. Uh, they go out with the theme music. And the only thing other than the interview and a little explanation from Brett at the beginning is the occasional I, ad. Yes, but his ads are well done. Conversational Short. style gets to the point. You know, tells you the information about the product, and then gets right back to the content that you're actually there for to begin with. Which I guess all of that sort of brings us to host ability, too. What did you think about Brett? I think he's fantastic, man. <laughs> yeah, you've already. I've kind of got a man crush. <laughs> this is this is a dude you're going to follow for a while at least. I over the especially over the course of 3 episodes but i had reservations about this show based on the name based on the kind of content that i saw in the headlines I thought it was going to be a certain thing, and it turned out not to be. He comes off as much less misogynistic than I imagined, and, and it's not, not at all. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's not. He's very. He's pro woman. He's pro minority. He's. This is a dude that likes some things about classical American life, but he's not a stick in the mud. He's not some old fogey that's like longing for the day when the when the white straight male was at the pinnacle of his prime or something. You know. This is m- hands down my new favorite show. I think this is an interesting show because he's covering territory that a lot of conservatives, politically, religiously, whatever, they would like they would agree with and and oh this is wonderful p- to promote. But I think they would also he would expose them to some slightly different I think this is a, I think this is a podcast I might suggest to people to help make them better people. Look like, man,
2: whenever you have whenever you have certain headlines dominating the news, especially when it comes to like the NFL and Adrian Peterson and Ray Rice and those types of things going on and dominating in the news. I think this is a great show that shows, like, dude, don't be afraid to be a man. But being a man isn't necessarily what you were
0: taught growing up. Yes. No, I think that's a great summation of it, which why don't we use that as the bow, and let's move on to our favorite moments from this show. First favorite moment comes from the episode that was about – setting yourself up for like following your passion is not always the right uh, way to, to way to go. That was the first episode I listened to and probably the best introduction I could have had to this show. It was a really good one. You and I both know a lot of people that that chased whimsy, so yeah. to speak, from from yeah. go right after college and have suffered at least in our estimation from the outside on their life because of it. You and I at different times have chased our own little whimsy. I felt like a sellout uh, for a long, long time. Working a regular job. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I, what, I, what I found in that conversation that was so fitting, though, and the thing, that, the thing that made it as one of my favorite moments, Cal Newport is the guest on that episode, by the way, and he makes this statement. I didn't believe that there was one right career choice for me. And that's something that I could agree, like connect with so directly. I, don't, I felt paralyzed. I still feel paralyzed by choice sometimes. Not like, I'm so wonderful I can do anything. But I just feel like there are many things that I could learn to do. And especially as a younger guy, I felt like any of these choices are the wrong ones. And so I felt sort of like paralyzed by that. And he flipped it around, and, and I like the way that he did it. He makes it it's freeing there is no there is no one choice, which means there's no or at least there aren't many wrong choices
2: so this isn't my my favorite thing that happened. I'll get to that in just one second, but on that particular episode we're we're currently discussing, I kind of love the thought that following your passion isn't necessarily going to lead you to happiness, and kind of how people work and what makes them happy is really succeeding, being good at something is very fulfilling and so it doesn't matter what you're currently doing. If you pursue that to be the best at it uh, and to succeed,
0: that ultimately is going to lead to fulfillment and happiness. Well, and, and the other thing is to like to leave yourself open, to have your mind open to the possibilities – of pursuing your passion from where you are in your career. It you don't be a have hobby. to. Yeah, it could be a it could be a side gig. Yeah. It could be a hobby. It could be some project that you start at your company that they hadn't done in the past, but that allows you to pursue that project that, that passion th- through the career capital that you've already built up.
2: Yeah, I I really like that episode. But my favorite part is going to come from the Survivor Man episode, not because that's what I had in my ears while I was at the dentist, uh, which, by the way, is a fantastic place to listen to podcasts.
0: I have never done that. Now I'm very much looking forward to the next time I have. a. Dentist oh, it's program.
2: fantastic. <laughs> um,
0: but because, oh, man, I
2: love that Les Stroud called out the rest of the Survivor type shows, like Man versus Wild or Dual Survival or are Naked and Afraid, and him be like, "Yeah, that's all. Like, you're not really getting anything from, anything from that. It's scripted. There's people around. Uh, they're never in danger.
0: And he just does it by himself.
2: Oh yeah, and I, he's always been my favorite of those guys because of that. Man, like him and a
0: GoPro or something.
2: That's it. Yeah, just me. If I get dehydrated, I get dehydrated. If I have to drink my own urine, it's because I have to do it." <laughs> Not, no, not, because
0: not because I want to <laughs> not because I want to while the cameraman sips on a Dasani over there i well the, the, you make a good case for that as your favorite moment i'm surprised you didn't like the way though that like, cal newport signed off on his episode brett is asking him as he does all of his guests you know tell our listeners how they can find more of you or how can they follow you blah 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 how can they? and and cal newport says you'll find a hard time contacting me i don't use social media and i'm wary of email and I Loving. thought, that's Josh. That is yeah. Josh to a T right there. Yeah,
2: <laughs> my, yeah I just love that whenever I, whenever I started listening to that Survivor Man episode, like I was like, oh, I wonder if they're gonna talk. I wonder if they're gonna talk about the other Survivor shows out there and
0: and if he's going to be s- nice or or say what he really thinks. Yes. And he said what he really thinks. Mostly. <laughs> he was he did it in as nice a fashion as yes. he could. Uh, my other favorite moment came from the Happy families episode: uh, How to how to create a happy family, which is something I think about a lot. You know, I've got a six and a half year old son, I got a five year old boy, and then we've got two little girls that are just about to be a year old now. And I think a lot about like the intentionality of creating our family, like of setting patterns, of setting like traditions, of setting expectations. And then the best way to sort of put that on autopilot so that I'm not warring with my kids in their teens and 20s, but that I'm enjoying my kids in their teens and 20s. And he had some great advice in there. But one of my favorite things in that whole podcast was the statistic. Only a third of families actually eat family dinner on any given night. So don't kill yourself about it. Studies show that there's only 10 minutes of actual conversation in those family dinners. So that's what you need to find time for. He was like – Or she actually was a female expert on that episode, but find the 10 minutes of of happy family conversation and fit that wherever it is. Maybe for your family, it's family breakfast. Maybe it's family snack time after everybody's done with practice or whatever at night but find that 10 minutes to spend with each other and conversing as human beings. And that's the thing that'll create, that it'll start to foster that atmosphere. And I was like, that's great. That makes me feel better because we do not do family dinner every night.
2: So as we get into the uh, ratings portion of this that we're about to get into, yeah, um, I feel like that you're going to be lukewarm on this show, but literally everything you have said has shown the
0: value in the content. Oh, absolutely. No, this is – it's. It's, it was worthwhile to me. The three episodes that I listened to, I chose those three topics because they were worthwhile to me directly. And, like, not only was it part of the assignment, but I was enjoying and gaining from those interviews and episodes directly. So I I love what Brett's done here. Let's move on to the ratings, though, and see exactly where we stand. So we don't give it stars. We don't give it thumbs up here on Pod on Pod. We rate podcasts with earbuds in. I let you start last episode, so I'll start this episode I do enjoy it. I enjoy it quite a lot. I'm going to suggest it to many many people. It will be and again like the like his audio is very nice. I love the way that he edits the show together. I love his mission. Maybe I don't maybe I just don't want to get better enough and that's not what I'm going to podcast for, but this is not something that I'm going to want to listen to every episode week in and week out. And therefore I can't give it t- I can't give it two earbuds. I'm going to say 1.5. 1. 1.5 5. 1. 5 earbuds from me. <laughs> You're so disappointed.
2: This is my favorite uh, show that has ever been listener submitted. And it's really not even close. We listen to a lot of different podcasts and some of them are very educational podcasts. And that's the purpose of the podcasts. Some of them we listen to for strictly entertainment, right? And those are where you find the values in, in those different types of podcasts. Even in the educational podcasts, which I enjoy, I feel like I'm just learning different things, different facts, learning about different topics, increasing my depth of knowledge. This is the first podcast that I've listened to that I felt like was going to help me out. That was going to give me advice that I could practically apply to my life in one way or other that that's going to make me better. And I enjoy improving. I love the show. I'm going to not only listen to every new episode, I will finish the entire backlog. And I'm going to suggest it to just about anybody who's going to ask me for suggestions. It's a two. It's a two all day, every day, hands down. It's a
0: two. The Russian judge is in love with this show. Were you bribed, sir? No, no. It's fantastic. Did did Brett get to you? No. All right, then. All right fun. I
2: I enjoy this on an educational and improvement level that is equal to the entertainment level I get out of like say the Bugle, which is fant- which is a fantastic show.
0: I think that's fair enough. and I can I, I got to tell you you couldn't have made a stronger uh, a stronger case for the show. You really couldn't. We both enjoyed it quite a lot. I don't mean for my one, 1. 1.5 to be a slight. This from the dude who gives ones and 1.5s 1. all the time like it's like it's gold that he's passing down.
2: Well, no, because it, it, this is how I felt about the show. Just that, just the style of it with the phone conversation and the expert. I did think I was like, "Oh, this is." So I didn't really care for or enjoy Decode DC as much as you did. But but listening to this show and seeing the interest and value that I get from, I was like, "Okay, I kind of, I kind of get that Joel likes Decode DC. He was a poli sci guy in college. Right. It's his, it's his topic. It's his content. I." I get that he's going to like this more than me. It's just sad to know that you like that scene, political scene, and learning about that stuff more than you like being a man. <laughs> <laughs>
0: On that note, hey, I don't like it more than I like being a podcaster. <laughs> That's true. I love being a podcaster. Hey, if you want to help us keep uh, podcasting, by the way, you could do us a favor and follow us on Twitter, Pod on Pod, at Pod on Pod. Or you can find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pod on pod. You can review us and rate us in iTunes and or Stitcher. Or you could just share us with a friend. All of those are great ways you can help us grow as a podcast and a community. We appreciate everybody who's done those things already. We also appreciate all the submissions for new reviews. We've had a lot of listeners submitted uh, podcasts even after we've started our, our listener appreciation month. Lots of people yes. are excited to, to, find, to help other people find one of their favorite shows. I think that's cool.
2: And don't forget, if you're musically inclined – Take a stab at re-recording our theme song. You know, do it with just a guitar and snare drum if that's your thing. Do it on a kazoo. I would like uh, a reggae remix of oh, the that Pod, would be Pod fun. theme song. Yeah. Or
0: since you like the Smodcast theme song so much, maybe we could get an MC Chris style take on it. Oh, that'd be sweet. <laughs> you can find the lyrics, by the way, at podonpod.com. If you go back and click on the Mabimba Bam episode, Pod on Pod on My Brother, My Brother and Me featuring Adam Dale. The lyrics are there. And we appreciate everybody who's taking a swing at that, too. You'll start hearing those uh, before too long, I promise. Next on Pod on Pod, we got two great uh, reviews coming up for you. You're going to hear us talk about the Bizarre States podcast from the Nerdist Industries. Then you're going to hear us talk about Star Talk from Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah, right on, man. That's right. Uh, I'm going to be honest. Just in my everyday
2: dealings with people, like the the interactions that I have and when we talk about podcasts, this show probably comes up the most. Really? So while it while it wasn't our, our most submitted show— just the everyday person I'm running into, almost everybody's
0: listening to this. To Star Talk. Yeah. Oh, everybody wants to feel smarter. Neil deGrasse Tyson does a great job of making you feel smart. Yes, I'm I'm sure. Later on this month, you're also going to hear about Blurry Photos with Dave and David, and we're going to also review Rob Has a Podcast. It'll be our first reality TV podcast. That's exciting. All of that and more coming up as Listener Appreciation Month continues and perhaps even flows over into December here. I think we're backed up one episode. Anyway, until next week, we're your hosts. I'm Josh. I'm Joel. Stay manly. Mm. Pod on Pod is a proud member of the Procast Network, a Procreate production. Procreate is a community of artists in film, music, the digital arts, and fine arts that helps them connect and collaborate on projects. You can find out more at Team Procreate. Dot com. For more great podcasts from the ProCast Network, check out Movie Buzzed. Every week, your host, Zach, and some special guests review a new film. It's time for good friends, a great movie, and a good buzz. The Pod on Pod theme song was written and produced by Adam Dale. You can find more information about him on our website, as well as links to his forthcoming album, Cats and Dogs. Our musical guest this week is The Great Northern.
1: I can't stand this, I just wanna give up But I wish one day this is all gonna stop Cause I can't see how much this affects you If all kills me, that my problems hurt you too And I don't wanna feel like this Nothing that I've tried Has brought me one single step Closer to the cure I feel trapped In a room I don't know anymore Try to escape Find myself at the liquor store But nothing else And I wish I knew why That kills most of all I'll never understand No matter how hard I try And I don't want to feel like this Anymore But nothing that I've tried Has brought me once down closer to the cure